You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gap. What's up, legends? All right, so in today's episode, I want to talk to you just a little bit about leadership. This is something that I've read so many, so many books, probably at least, this is not an exaggeration, at least 20 books throughout my lifetime that are just on the topic of leadership. And um, it's something that I, I deeply care about. And I really do believe that it's so important for all of us to be leaders in our own rights. So ladies and gentlemen, this is the Legend Vest podcast. This is where I and Courtney teach you how to become legends and how to invest in yourself. And so I want to talk about how to be a better leader. And more specifically, because that, that's a very broad topic, I can go so, so in depth on that. But, you know, I was really thinking today, I was like, man, I want to give Legend Nation something that is that's like a, a secret of, of something that I do and that I've learned. And what that actually is, is how to become a better leader. You see, at every point in your life, you are a leader to someone. You're either just leading yourself, you're leading your family, maybe a child, maybe even um, you know a, a job or a business or an organization or a franchise or even on larger scales, right? You have people who are influencers, and I'm not talking about Instagram models, you know, who are you know just posting photos of their faces. That's not what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about actual influencers in this country, um, like uh, like some of the women from our U.S. U.S. Women's National Soccer Team, you know, who are actually making stands and and uh, encouraging ladies and men to do better and to actually see justice and 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 look at injustice and and fight against it and things like that. So when you look at leadership as a whole. Everybody on this planet is in some form a leader. Some people are larger and some people are smaller, but that's okay. That's not what the topic of today is going to be about. I want to talk to all of all of the leaders who are listening to this podcast. One of the things that I've done for myself and for the businesses and, and for the employees whom we've employed, and Legend Nation, if you know our story, we've employed over 150 people around this beautiful nation. And one of the things that I continue and I've, and I've learned about, I'd say about four years ago from one of my mentors, is when it comes to leadership, you have to make sure that you're sharpening your pencil every single day. And of course, it's not something that you're probably going to think about every day, but if you follow certain paths and you take certain daily steps, that pencil will continue to be sharpened and you will continue to become a better leader. One of the tricks that I've learned, I'm giving you some some, some secret sauce here, ladies and gentlemen, so make sure you're paying attention to this. One of the tricks that I've learned in, uh, in becoming a, a good entrepreneur and becoming a good CEO of a large organization is to actually ask those whom report to me, number one, what am I good at? What do I need to improve on? And so at times it actually is difficult for, uh, especially, you know, if, if they're not um, people who, who've known you for quite a long time, like I've grown up with you, and this is actually, you know, um, just someone that is in your organization, like, you know, your COO 
or um, in our case, we had a CTO and also a CMO. So that was actually Courtney's role. She was first our chief marketing officer. She moved to our chief sales officer because we were bringing in a lot of uh, seven-figure accounts, and I felt like that was needed for someone to take over that sales role at a high level. And obviously, she's my wife, so anything that she wants, of course, um, I'm going to probably say, yeah, of course, you can have it, babe. But here's the thing, folks. When you're actually asking those whom report to you or are or whom are on your same level, hey, what do I do really well? Like literally every year I ask the, the, the employees who report directly to me, what do I do really well? So in this past year as a leader, et cetera, as long as you've known me, what do you find I like I nail 100%. You're just amazed. Wow, Jameson is on fire with this. This is something that he's phenomenal with. This this is definitely one of his strengths. Give me three things. And then I'll ask for an example of those things. You know, so it may be um, you know, very um very intuitive operationally, you know, so you under you understand how to um, how to get employees in different markets and supplies and, and the whole supply chain to advance it or to lower things and the cost of things, etc. From an operational standpoint, right? It could be a financial model. You know, someone could say, "Hey, you know, the way that you do your models and the way that you analyze these financial models are just next level, and you see things in these digits that no one else can see." And I'm and I'm just amazed at how you're able to just without even you know looking at it for more than five minutes uncover where we are lacking at little things like that could be the case and then on the flip side what I actually kind of even more care about is hey you know what are the things that you actually think this year that I I just I really just didn't plug in very well you know that I can improve on and I think growing up you know I have a father whom I was very very serious about uh, playing professional soccer and becoming the best soccer player that I personally could become. I don't rate myself amongst other individuals because I'm not them and they're not me. And so, you know, I always wanted to just be the best player that I myself could become. And I have a father whom, you know, who will tell me, and he literally one day he said, you know, I scored like three or four goals in a game. This was in, uh, in Atlanta, Georgia, and it was, I was young. And then I said, yeah, you know, I did a great, great game or whatever. And all the other players, they said, yeah, you did great, et cetera. I get in the car and then I said, hey, dad, how did I do? And he says, uh, you did all right. And I was like, hmm, that's that's interesting. That's not the normal, you know, excitement that I was expecting. And then uh, I said, you know, so, you know, what, like, what could I improve on? He says, do you really want me to tell you? If, if you really, if you really want to know, I will tell you, but don't get upset. And then I said, well, right now I'm just kind of I, I, I'm actually enjoying you know feeling <laughs> feeling kind of good. So you know uh, I'm, I, maybe I ask you later. Not maybe five minutes went by and I just it was just it was killing me on the inside. Like no, I want to know like what did he really think? I scored all these goals today. Obviously the MVP on on the pitch, and he doesn't think that I was phenomenal. So I said yeah, hey, what that? Come on, you know like I need to know what's going on. And he was very serious to stay. And he said, you may have scored a couple goals, but you could have scored a lot more. And you didn't have a 100% pass rate. You had a lot of, you know, uh, interceptions of your pass, incompletions of your passes. Um, and you did not connect, you know, on every pass that you did. I didn't see you use the left foot much. I mean, he's, he, he, he's killing me. And I'm just like, man, I mean, he's actually kind of right. You know, I probably could have scored more. I definitely did not complete all my passes. And so I learned from my father, and I'm very thankful for this, is that if you cannot take constructive 
criticism well, you will never be a great leader. And maybe this episode should be titled Understanding How to Take Constructive Criticism. Maybe I'll do another episode on that as well. However, no matter what it is in business, in friendships, in relationships, personally, in marriage, and being a father, if you cannot take constructive criticism and allow it to sharpen you, then you will never be the leader that you can become. I'm not saying that you're not the best leader on this planet. I'm not saying that you're the worst leader on this planet. What I'm telling you right now on my podcast is that you will never become the leader that you can be if you do not allow others to criticize you constructively and you learn from it and become better. Now, on the flip side, I posted videos, uh, actually, so, you know, I, I, I don't know if you obviously probably don't know this, but I was learning some social media marketing uh, a couple years back, and I was studying from uh, one of the greats, and so I posted some videos out, and they got, like, I mean, they literally, they blew up. I mean, like, I don't know, maybe 100,000 views, 70,000 views, like, was the lowest one. Maybe one of was, like, 50,000 views, and this was in, like, maybe, like, two weeks, okay? Um, and, I you know, I did really well. My cost per click was, like, around, like, a cent, like 0.01. I mean, it, it was really incredible. Um, and I was just, it was really, really going great. And in one of the videos, and I actually reposted it, um, and it's still out there. It has a lot less views because I didn't actually market it. But uh, I put it back out there, and it was me picking up the GTR. So I did like a little snippet, very simple video. You could probably find it out there somewhere. And um, I got a lot of like hate on it. And so I, I took it down, and then, you know, I said, no, I'm going to put it back up. And I still got like a ton of hate. And people are like, you know, your dad bought you this car. And I'm like, bruh, I wish my dad had bought me this car. Like, I would have been had this flipping car. You think I would have waited until, like, 25 to get the car or 24 or however old I was? Like, come on, dude. Like, get get the F out of here. You know, like, people are crazy. Then people, you know, are saying, you know, like, um, where'd you steal the car from? You know, like, you must be a drug dealer getting the car. Like, everybody thinks I'm a drug dealer. I don't know. I mean, you know why, because of how I look. But I just think it's just incredible how me being the skin color that I am with, with long hair, it automatically means that uh, I'm, I'm selling that, that cocaina, which is just incredible. Um, and then last but not least was somebody said, you know, like, that's obviously a rental car, um, he just, he, you know, he just like got it from like a rental car company. And I'm like, you can see me getting the car off of a trailer. So now rental car companies deliver cars off the back of a trailer, like, mm, like private delivery off of, off of a trailer. So, you know, and at first that those comments, that criticism, you know, like the music sucks and all this other stuff, that criticism at first was kind of like, man, like maybe I'm offending people. You know, like, maybe I need to take this down. Maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't put this up here. And then, you know, I thought about it for a while. And I talked with Courtney, actually, it was late one night, and I had read the comments, and I got back in the, you know, in the bed with her, and I said, hey, you know, I think I'm going to take the, the take the, the video down. And she's like, no, no, you shouldn't take it down. I actually had already taken it down. And she's like, no, you shouldn't take it down. I said, why? And she said, you know, Jameson, because you did that video because you wanted to inspire other people. And she said, you know, you actually left corporate America because you saw an individual who had a video on YouTube while you were working on your lunch break in Orlando. And it was a young man who actually had delivered a GTR. And she said, do you remember him? I said, actually, you know what I do? 
And um, his name was actually Robert Himmler. And um, which is, is truly phenomenal, like the story. There's so many similarities, um, you know, that, that, that we've had in life and, and a lot of not similarities as well. But, um, you know, and then he, he actually had, a, I don't know if someone he was dating or just a friend, Amy Sangster. And I don't know these individuals personally, um, but they certainly did inspire Courtney and myself. And I remember, you know, watching a video and she was uh, picking up a, a Lamborghini, I think it was a Gallardo. And, you know, and I remember seeing the end for me, the GTR and I've, and I've driven the Gallardo many times and, you know, I've had that, but the GTR was the dream car. It was the car that I wanted so much. And when I really thought about it, I said, out of all these thousands of people, just maybe 10 people don't, or, you know, are like commenting negatively. Sure. It's got some down, some down thumbs or whatever, but those are the haters. And I said, you know, if I could just inspire one person to say, you know what, you can look like me. You can come from basically no one giving you anything, from you having to get it all, from not having some crazy mentor who's going to tell you how to do everything, from not having some crazy rich uncle who's going to or crazy rich aunt who's going to literally float your boat and say, hey, here's $50,000, here's $100,000, you know, I believe in your vision, here's $100,000, and let's just go rock this thing together, right? We didn't have that. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to I'm gonna pop this video back up here. F the haters, they can downvote all they want, but guess what? You know, YouTube is free, you know what I'm saying? So this video is going to go out there, and it's going to inspire someone. Somebody's going to look at this video and say, you know what, I want that car. I want my dream car, whatever it is. And they're going to say, you know what? I can go after it. And constructive criticism, if you take it well, allows you to do just that. And so what I did from that video was I popped it back up there. I didn't take that criticism, that negative criticism and basically say, you know what? I'm done. I'm not going to make any podcasts. I'm not going to get back on YouTube. I'm not going to, you know, let people know how they can actually become millionaires themselves and and have zero debt and pay off all their credit cards and have no student loans, you know, and 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 live the life that they want to live. You know, I said, you know, screw the haters. I'm actually going to come out here and I'm going to actually give them valuable content that they can learn from that other people aren't putting out here. And so from that constructive criticism, I've learned that that's how you become a better leader. So if you're in a business right now, if you're a CEO, if you are a franchisee owner, let's say you own a franchise, a food restaurant, and you are the, the owner. And some of these companies are going to be absentee ownerships, or et cetera. Regardless, you should ask your general manager, the person who reports directly to you, what are three things that I do phenomenally well? They, and, and let them know, and you should have a personality around you that they know that you that they can be honest with you. It should never be a dictatorship where they're scared of you for you to tell for them to tell you what you do good and what you do bad. It should never be like that. This is not the wild, wild west. You want to become the best leader that you can become, not anybody else. So asking them, what are the three things that I do phenomenally well? What are the three things that I need improvement on? And at first, being honest, they're probably not going to tell you. Ah, well, you know, I can't really think of anything, Jameson. You're just awesome. You know what I mean? Because these people report to you. They don't want to lose their jobs. 
You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I had a boss and he asked me that immediately, I'm, ah, you know, you, you know, you, you, you know, you, you, you do pretty good. I mean, you know, you pretty good. Everything's pretty, pretty awesome. Right. But when you build that relationship with them, you know, some of these people who report to you, you need to build a closer relationship with them. They know everything about you anyway. They know you don't be picking up the phone. They know that you don't that you come in late on Fridays and you and you basically work, you know, like four hours on Friday. They know that they know about you and your affairs and everything else that you're doing. So you should probably build a good relationship with them. That's so important. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm going to cut this off so it doesn't get too long. Um, but if you have any questions on this or, you know, you want to just, um, you know, just have, um, you know, put your input into this or a, a way that you receive constructive criticism and you want to basically share that, I would love to hear that as well. So please make sure you like, make sure you subscribe. And thank you once again for listening.